You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm Craig and I'm the host of the podcast and this evening I'm joined by Greg and Chris. All right, guys? All right. All right. All right. Thanks for coming on. We've got John who's, who's pulled a sucky. He's, he's saying that he's having to study, but I don't believe him. Not at nine o'clock on a Monday night. No, I know your exams on a Wednesday or something. So, ah, you did that Thursday. No, Thursday. Tuesday. <laughs> Thursday did you, did you pass your exams <laughs> the day after? I didn't that's, study, I was just clever. That's how I didn't do very well at school. I was studying a day too late. <laughs> I was always the night before and the morning of the exam. That's, that's oh, the no, key points no. for me. I never bothered my arse on the Monday. If, if, if the exam was in the, the Monday morning, I never bothered studying the Monday morning. There was no point. Because but if I didn't know about it, I was never going up. Oh, there's a short-term memory. That's going to kick in, Chris. Oh, I had a, one time I had a, an exam where it was an open book. It was my favourite exam. Stop you, right, stop you right there. It's not an exam then, is it? <laughs> no, it's not, it's not an exam. It's Googling. It's exam, examination of what your ability to read. <laughs> exactly. There was one question. There was one question I knew nothing about, but I knew that there was a section that was quite short. So I went away and just read up and learned it and answered it there and then. My best exam ever. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know what it proved, other than the fact that I can quickly find out the answer. Don't know. I suppose that's what I do on a day to day basis. That's, like, that's Google answer. That's, that's it. Straight on Google. So I do know. That's, that's the thing that annoys me about exams. You, know, you spend all that time learning all that stuff and then you actually get into work and the first thing you do is you can Google level. Yeah, exactly. Just a memory test. Yep. Yep. So, the weekend there, the charity bet didn't go to plan because Dundee United let us down. Never mind the minus one, which we thought was achievable. Could be a minus zero. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, let me down in my, my £10 McBookie bet as well. That was my game of choice for that. My £10... Uh, where you get your free bet if you lose, so sure enough, got my, my £10 free money and promptly lost that yesterday as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a Big and daft with these offers. That's £10 free bet, I totally forgot about that, Greg. How'd I find out about oh, that? I'll be in your, um, it's in your, if you log in, it'll be in your promo cash. Ah, see, it was me who told you about it as well, and I've forgotten. Oh, I have bonus balance £10. Oh, my man. Right, I'm going to get on that, don't worry, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see what's happening with the predictions later, and I might get on that. That's good. By the, the charity Betfield. And we had Peter McDonald for first scorer for Dundee and Fat Naddy scored first <laughs> to ruin it for us all of us. But it was interesting that we actually got to see Naddy scoring and McDonald scoring because Dundee sneaked onto sports scene. I don't know how they did it. Mm. But it's the first time I've seen anything like that in quite a while anyway. I'm no, showing the, the lower league. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was refreshing. But it was just a shame that they didn't go on to show the Hamilton game. Ah, they should have showed a wee bit more of both those games. Even, even yeah. I think they only showed the goals. They if did. memory serves me correctly, those games could have merited at least five minutes each, especially enough to watch some of the draws we had to watch. For the, you know how for the sometimes, uh, I think it's match of the day, does it? What they do is on the final day, they, they show a wee bit of this match, a wee bit of another match, and a wee yeah. bit of another, yeah. just so that you get a feel of how it was on the day. And if sports you were doing that, that a couple of weeks ago. I'm, I'm sure Sports Team did that a couple of weeks ago, the, we the week that Hearts get relegated. They did. Officially. Yep. yep. Did they? They were split between two of them, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I, I thought that would have been good with Hamilton. 
scoring ten uh, two. It's not often you see a scoreline uh-huh. like that. The, the double figures. It's, 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 it's a complete coincidence the fact that Hamilton needed to win by eight goals. Yeah, aye, yes. it, was, it was brilliant. But I we suppose by then they would have known. Jake Morton chucked it. Aye. Sounds like it. <laughs> it just does. <laughs> it's, I was um, watching the, later on, I was checking back through Twitter and watching as the goals come in. It was like a goal 85 minutes, a goal 86 minutes. Aye. I just think I I'm not convinced it's the, the conspiracy behind it. I think it was just that there was an eight-goal deficit that Hamilton had to make up and he got that. But I, I think it was one of those games where Martin just chucked it for the last 10 minutes and did the ball. Yeah, sounds like it, doesn't it? Demoralised, probably. So. Now, fair play, Hamilton, they did what they could, but uh, they were just waiting on that equaliser for Dumbarton. Never came. So. Yep. It was certainly setting them up nicely for the playoffs. Off the hot, certainly, certainly there's going to be others quaking in their boots, knowing that they can score 10, because it doesn't matter who you're playing. It could be Celtic against Queen's Park, and to score 10 goals would be quite a feat. It's, I'm not going to say nigh on impossible, because Hamilton showed it there, but you know what I mean. Uh, no, I, it's, it's actually really interesting, because apparently it was the first time since 1987 that anybody in the United Kingdom as a whole has scored 10 goals in the league game. That's when Man City yeah. beat Huddersfield 10-1, November 1987. <laughs> There's been 74,317 league games since without 10 goals being scored. It reminds me of Sterling Albion when uh, they beat Selkirk 20-0. Oh, the cup or I think there was an Aloha game that was pretty close to that, but I think Sterling Albion, don't know if it's the record, but it's the scoreline that jumps out to me. But that's an embarrassing day for the Selkirk fans. Our growth and shots born a card, surely. That's the 36 0. That's the famous one in the Scottish Cup. <laughs> or, uh, oh. Is it shots born a card? Aye, aye. Yep. What's the international game where they lost count against oh, American aye. Samoa? Was it Australia? Aye. It's like 35 0. <laughs> lost count. That's just some bad. That's, that's the thing. At least, at least Morton at the weekend got the granny off. They weren't the grannied. <laughs> if you're playing five sides and you're five uh, or six down you've got to get the granny off <laughs> just yeah. no matter if your game's away by that point yeah I think that happened to be a couple of weeks ago playing sevens oh, <laughs> well, like six or seven nil down it was just so one-sided and then we scored and I just went ah I'm done now <laughs> stop caring after that once you get the goal that's it so we've not got any lower leagues uh, games coming up other than the playoffs so the charity bet is going to be a wee bit different this week. We've got McBookie's giving us the, the first goal-scoring bet for the playoffs, so we can continue that. But who knows what we'll do for the main bet. Uh, for the first scorer, I was looking at our old favourite, and that was Moffat of Ayr. Don't know what you think about that. Not a bad shoot. Yeah, he's done the business before. They're at home, first leg. So let's see. if I put it on Saturday, then away to Cowden Beast. I think we should avoid the weekend games because we don't know what the first leg is going to be because there United could win 10-0, for example. Mm. And then the second leg, there's going to be nothing much going on in that. Oh, well, if I, I forgot if I forgot about the Wednesday game, I, then I would, I would agree with that, Michael Moffat, for first scorer. Because they're right. playing Cowden Beast for the, a league above them, so they're where United are high going forward, Cowden Beast are on yeah. free fall. So. Yeah. I know, that's, that's probably a good bet. So Moffat's 4-1 to one to score first, which is attractive. He's not attractive, the odds are. <laughs> Except that not to him, because he's not allowed to bet, remember? He's been in trouble for that before. He's not allowed to, but that doesn't that doesn't mean much to him. No, I'm, I'm sure he's I'm sure he's come clean now. Aye, him in black, you're right. Yep. Now, now that they know the rules. Yep, they're the best behaviour now. 
And what we're going to do for the, the actual bet, like the, the, the double, the, the treble. It's difficult, isn't it? It's a difficult yeah. card to predict this weekend. Really, a lot of it might depend on what happens midweek as well, you know? Yep. Yeah. Uh, because we've got the playoffs, and then outside of that, we've still got the, the two uh, full fixtures list of the Premiership yeah. as well. So we've got the midweek games, which could set up all sorts for the, the final day of the season. Yeah. Uh, it's tough. It's tough. Do you want to leave it till we do the predictions at the end? And I then I'll glance across the, the score lines and see if anything jumps out. But we're going to come across the same thing, the predictions, that we're not quite sure what happens midweek when we're predicting the, the weekend's games. But no, we'll see, see, what we're, see what we're talking about the lower leagues. Just, mm-hmm. uh, we'll mop up. Uh, you want to talk about Rangers and their unbeaten record? Aye, well, it ended with a draw. So I don't know, it was a bit of a, an anti-climax. Uh, oh, really? It's not, it wasn't a defeat. If it had been a defeat, it ended as an anti-climax. <laughs> yes, but, yes. But uh, I, I would have liked if it went out either emphatically or went out and played a wee bit of youth. But I was looking at the lineup just before the teams came out and it was just, it was uninspiring to see that once again, McCoyst is just stuck with the, the tried and tested a formula. I don't know if he was thinking that the the Invincibles tag. I'll give them that. I don't know if anyone else has seen that. <laughs> I don't know if that was weighing on his mind. But oh, there's so many players that he could have been playing. I, I hear that Telfer is looking to sign for Dundee United. He's rejecting a, a contract allegedly, and it's really just stems from his lack of game time. So we're now losing youth because McCoyce doesn't play in them. It's a fine line, but it would have been nice to have seen a wee bit more uh, come it would, have been, it would probably have been better to see some of the youth a few games ago. Like, having played the 35 games and been undefeated, you were never going to play that last game without uh, making sure every but every aspect was covered. You were going to go for the at least a draw. I don't mm. think you were going to risk it. Because it's, it's, it's a, I feel I said it in the podcast a few weeks ago, it doesn't matter what level you're at, to go the full league season without a defeat is it's an achievement. Because all sorts can happen. You can have a, a dodgy refereeing decision, a stupid deflection. All sorts can cost you the, the, the defeat that can yep. trip you up. So that's, Rangers it's, it's showed it last season. They showed it last season. Yeah. It doesn't right. matter about the, the golf and money that's been spent, the golf and quality of the individuals in the park. There's still a chance that you can get beat. So uh, it's, I don't know, maybe it's maybe it's the Rangers fan in me, Chris, that's, that feels it was a bit of an anticlimax. Maybe I'm just wanting more. Than, than that she's just probably wrong with me <laughs> don't worry I've got a funny feeling you've got plenty of excitement next season <laughs> that, that's sure, not what I'm, I mean Greg <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure there'll be no shortage of games to get excited about next season Aye, we'll, we'll see how it goes we'll see how McCoy <laughs> strengthens by signing Kenny Miller for the 10th time and Chris Boyd <laughs> was all in. Well, Chris Boyd at least has got a wee bit of a future <laughs> it's getting it's ridiculous. Rangers are starting to turn into a Rangers convention. You know how when you know how when you get like a Star Trek convention or something like that, and even though it's finished like 10, 15 years ago, they get the old cast in. Yeah. Well, that's what it seems to be happening at Ibrox now. Ah well, well. Rangers went bust in twenty twelve, and uh, well, right, the Rangers company went bust in twenty twelve. Let's not get in that body now. Anyway, <laughs> so, <laughs> stuff happened to Rangers, and now they've got the old cast back. <laughs> the reunion. Aye, aye, who knows? I think that signing Kenny Miller is is the wrong move, in my opinion. I think that he would do a job. I would have him ahead of daily up front for certain. I think he would do a good job for one season, but he's not what we want. 
He's not. He's not the type of player that we need. He's he's going to cost a lot of money in wages. He's going to be free, but he's yeah. going to cost a lot of money in wages, which could be no better sellers. spent elsewhere. You're not going to get, yeah, you're, you're not going to get any money from him by selling him off later on. Yep. Down the line either. That's kind of Rangers really should be adopting that model, but do, do you think he would be looking for big wages? Mm-hmm. You think so? I think so. Well, well, I would he say... must be a multi-millionaire, the boy. His, his transfers and his moves, he can't be. Money can't be a motivating factor for him, surely. Well, this is his last big payday, isn't it? You think so? You think this is a, he would look at this as being a, a money move? Well, I think you look at him and the, the wages he'd be commanding compared to somebody like Nicky Clark. Aye. I know who I would much rather have in my team. Somebody who's got almost a full career ahead of him mm. compared to somebody who's got one season. I just think yeah. that the, the rumours were about... I've not heard how much Miller's getting offered, but I heard that Boyd got offered seven grand a week, which, if true, is just ridiculous. You think how many young players... You think how many young quality players we could be getting yep. for that. Yeah, We, could, we yep. could turn heads of almost any striker out with Celtic in the, the Premiership with an offer of seven grand, yet we're going for Chris Boyd. Mm. Now, the stories coming out of Ibrox just don't fit. Like, on one hand, you've got uh, Wallace coming out and saying, oh, they need to make sure the costs are reeled in properly, and yes, they need to invest in the team, but they need to make sure they get all the money in for season tickets, and there's all sorts of mayhem getting caused there at the moment. And then on the other hand, you're getting, oh, we're going to give seven grand to Chris Boyd. Where are you getting this money from? What have you learned in the last two years? 67 million down the Swanee. I think it's difficult. That's mentioned quite often, Chris, the the 70 million that's been. Yeah, okay, it's not just players. We should say that. There's about 28% or something of the turnover actually goes on player wages. Which is pretty good. It's pretty good. It's still excessive for the level you're at. Yeah, we could definitely argue that they're overspent on playing staff for the level that Rangers are at. On the other hand, there's a lot of money going out of that club, which is a lot more questionable than the player wages. Yeah. Yeah, but, but I, th- I don't think we should be looking at 70 million as, as it's a headline figure, but I don't think we should be saying that they've lost that money. It costs money to run a club. I don't think any of us would yeah. sit here and say that Motherwell have squandered all this money for the last <laughs> couple of seasons. Because, no, you need money to, to run. Yeah. You need I money mean, even, to keep the club running. I mean, even a club the size of Motherwell, I think our, our, our budget's somewhere in the region of three to four million pounds. So, I mean, you, you could argue that's the £4 million pounds a season it, it takes to run a club who have got yeah. a, a skeleton staff and a, and a wage bill, which is a fraction um, of Rangers. I mean, the bulk of our outgoings probably go on player salaries, to be honest. I think there's very little goes on the, the infrastructure they're running behind the side, the behind the scenes. So, you know, you're at £4 million a season. Still yeah, a hefty amount. Nobody, nobody would say that that was squandered. No. Nobody would say no. that that's no, £4 million I, squandered. I, I, I agree I, that... There was that lump sum that came in, 20-odd million. I yeah. would agree, yeah, we've squandered that out. But I don't think you could say we've squandered season ticket money or any other sponsorship income. So no, it's just uh, a if, headline if, figure, I suppose. It makes uh, the media happy. Yeah. If, you've got, if you've got so many million coming in and so many million coming out, the trick is to balance that. So if, if, if Rangers had brought in £50 million in the last two years and it's spent... Seventy million pounds in two years, then the problem's a twenty million, not a seventy million. Yes, yes, so exactly. Yeah. That, that's a problem. Then that's probably the, the big issue. Is that's about that's twinety-two million or something the, the IPO investment was. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, and that's that's the big problem. Is where that money's went. That should have been money in the bank for when they get into the, the top flight. Yep. And, it, and to be fair, anything else they could have brought in and banked so much better. 
because I, I do still think, I do still think they've overspent where we've been. But oh, I, know, I, I agree with that. Not well. uh, uh, they've done some improvements to the stadium. Although I heard that the stadium Wi-Fi was some between one and two million, or was that one and two million for that the Wi-Fi and the two screens? Anyway, it was excessive considering that the Wi-Fi's never really got out of uh, testing. I've got, an old, I've got an old router up the loft I could add. <laughs> Plugged that in. Probably be as good as the Wi-Fi they've got. I don't, I don't, I'll credit to them, Greg, that uh, they've done a really good job. Whatever company they got in, I oh, don't notice any lag in the, oh, the Wi-Fi. It's good. good. The one thing that's a bit strange is they don't really advertise it. I've heard it once at a home game where they announced the, the password for it. Other than that, it's not mentioned. It's still RFC test. So it's still in a test phase, and that's a full season in. This is bizarre, because we've got it at Celtic Park as well, and there's no Wi-Fi password. You just connect it. Like they've got all, all that properly set up. So you can just connect it, no bother. It came out of test October, I think, last year. Might have been September, even. So our Wi-Fi's been in place for a good while now, and it works fine. I was using it during the game on Saturday. That's yes. what was spot on. It's a strange one all in, Chris, because the, the two of them were bumming about it and they didn't release it straight away. It was quite a few games in, wasn't it, before they turned the test on? Yeah, yeah, we, we, had, we had like three or four games kind of near the, near the start of the season where we were in test. But it wasn't it wasn't as if it was too late in the, the start of the season because I'm pretty sure the, the tests were happening in August for us. Right. So we certainly had it in place. Yeah. But anyway, that's a positive that the Rangers have spent money on that because that, that's improving the match day experience Potentially bringing more revenue, more people Same, coming in. Means you can fiddle with your phone rather than to watch that drosses in the pitch. <laughs> what? I was Does that say it. for a match day experience? My mate next to me. Candy Crush. He, he was mocking the, the Wi-Fi when it came in. He says, What's, what are we need Wi-Fi for? What, I've no reason to go on my phone. Why would I go on my phone when the football's on? I'm not joking. The last home game we were at, he was on it pretty much the full second half. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what he was up to on his phone, checking Facebook or whatever, but... Uh, Oh, I'm sure there'll be many others like that as well. Do you find a lot of sites are blocked? I don't mean like dodgy sites. I mean things like the BBC website that's blocked at Celtic Park. No, no, I've never spotted that. No, SFF loads fine. That's good. But I've no, I've I, must, I must try the forum next time I'm there. Right, that's a challenge. But uh, the, the BBC website doesn't work for me. It just gets blocked yeah. <laughs> from that very stage. My Sky Sports app for getting scores doesn't work either. Yeah. I can swear I can swear on Twitter though, I did discover that. <laughs> I didn't see that tweet, Chris. I'll need to go back and check. No, I, I may have suggested something about Jose Mourinho. <laughs> I'll not, no, I'll no. not repeat it here because it's a family podcast. <laughs> no, 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 I'm a big fan of Mourinho, I like him. I, I, I may have suggested I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bad man. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Discuss uh, the Premiership games at the weekend. And I want to start with the, the most shocking in them all. And that was Hearts. 5-0 against Kilmarnock. Yep, absolutely. I, I didn't see that one coming. Near that. I think I took Hearts to win the game in the predictor. Which, even that was going against the stats because Kilmarnock beat them like the last six times they played them or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, to, I mean, for 5-0, Kilmarnock just looked horrendous in the, uh, the highlights as well. For all Hearts were good, Kilmarnock's defending was dreadful. I was really, they, they really looked... impressed with Stevenson. Yeah. I don't oh, know, yeah, I don't know where that performance came from. I don't know how he done in the, the game itself, but in the highlights, he was superb. See that one where he, he got the ball at the halfway line and one touch passed it. Maybe it was for the fourth goal. 
just a one touch uh, pass to put the guy through. Can't remember the guy's name, but, but just brilliant, really good. The fifth goal was uh, embarrassing. The fact that you see that there was about three Hearts players all uh, fighting over who was going to score. Oh no, the Kilmarnock defence were kind of watching it. Yeah, it's just. Just a shambles. No, I think Stevenson was dead excited because he was getting to meet Laurie later on tonight. <laughs> oh, I hear Laurie was at the Player of the Year. Uh, i seen a mention on Facebook from him saying that he was wanting to go out and get steaming after it. Aye, i seen that at all. <laughs> and he was disappointed because they did. Aye. He said, and I don't know, I don't know if he'd got steaming beforehand because he said somebody mistook him for a player. No, I've, <laughs> I, I, that's not happening. Oh no, I I can I can better that. Laurie at least is quite a slim looking guy and looks like he might pass for a footballer. I had somebody at the door at Fur Hill think I was a footballer. Aye. Or did you get invited Aye. in the front door? Oh no, I was going in to pick up tickets for something. What was that? Like Thistle had a what a two day pre season game, but then what Celtics development squad or something was involved in it and I went in to buy tickets for it because mm-hmm. I thought it was a good a good way to spend the weekend. And one of the guys just had the door open for me going, Are you one of the players, son? I just looked at myself and went, the little one. <laughs> you and my fat I'm, belly? I don't think so. Bet you were beaming. You were oh, beaming the, the rest of the day thing. Yes. Well, that was about 18 months ago and I'm still talking about it, so. <laughs> I'm probably what tells you everything you need to know. I don't know what you're talking about the belly for because Nadi scored at the weekend. I don't know if I can. If Nadi if can get a game, then I've probably still got hope. I've seen the size of that uh, Lee Croft that plays for St. Johnson. He came on the Saturday as well. It looks like he's about 15 stone. A big fat lump. Aye. Yes, he's, he's not as bad as a Northampton Town striker. He's a oh, I, s- I saw a picture of that guy during the week. <laughs> <laughs> Aye. <laughs> he's really big. I'll get his name because Akin Fenwa. Oh, what? Yeah, this S- 16 stone. 16? Well, what? Like, there's definitely hope for me, yeah. <laughs> Oh, what? He is massive. <laughs> but he's meant to be quite good. <laughs> <laughs> no, my yardstick is... Uh, I play sevens on a Wednesday night and I've seen uh, Charlie Mulgrew hanging about the last few weeks. And like the, the difference in build between me and him is night and day. So, aye, that's about a football. Well, hanging about watching your sevens? Aye. Well, I'm, I'm assuming he's not watching me, he's probably watching one of his kids. Oh, yeah. You need to get him involved. What? Where I play, there's, play. A, there's like a bunch of wee Celtic uh, kids play as well, like in the other pitches. Right. He's usually hanging about. So. I forgot to mention the uh, Dundee game. Uh, Paul the, Hartley at the end. Uh, did you pick up on what he said? <laughs> uh, no, I was uh, referring to the fact that he ran away. Aye, for the, when the pitch the invasion the, started. The, the pitch invasion started and he just bolted. <laughs> he was having none of it. I just thought it was funny the way it just... Aye, t- it was... took off down that line, so there's people already coming on the pitch, and there's a couple of Aye. close calls as well. It looked as though he was going to clatter a couple of them, because he's a fair old size, is Paul Hartley. A good turn of speed for him, though. First time I've seen him go down that wing at that pace for a while. <laughs> although, although, if you've got 300 folk feet Dundee running at you, ah, you'd, well, you'd well. be getting a shift on as well. Aye. Aye, steal your shoes. <laughs> so what did he say that was significant, Chris? Oh no, he was he was coming out after the game and saying how it was good for Scottish football that Dundee promoted because Dundee was the only derby in the top flight. And I thought, does he know something about Partick Thistle? The rest of you don't. <laughs> ah, he was he was taking a lot of the credit. I liked that from him. 
Ah, I know. I mean, it's not as if Dundee weren't there giant title challenges before he took over, eh? Yep. Aye. It's, it's good to see. It's good to see them coming up though, because uh, Dundee usually bring a decent support. Aye. You're there and everywhere with them, so as it's, it's encouraging to see that. I'm sure there'll be a decent additional league. It'll be interesting to see how Hartley gets on as well. The top flight. Well, no, he's done. Up and coming three, manager. Yep. Three promotions in three seasons. He's had. Yeah. One of them's through the 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 playoffs with Alwa in that the game against was it Dunfermline when they played in that last game. Mm. Aye. Aye. Yeah, boys. So, yep. but even then, that's that's pretty good going. We only had to ditch Alwa to get the third one, but. Still, ah, uh, he'll still go down his history as a right. a promotion, regardless of how he managed to to get there. But yeah, I thought I'd mention that because I'd forgotten to talk about Hartley. Hey, do you want to mention the the Celtic game, Chris? Especially right. Brun scoring twice. Twice, I know. It was uh, first time since January year. last year. Something like that. he scored a couple for Scotland since then, mind you, but. Uh, uh... Ah, it's first time in the league, I think it was. Aye, because he scored against the uh, Hearts in the Cup, if I remember rightly. Well, should have mentioned that. But aye, that's, uh, he doesn't often score for us. And certainly doesn't often score for us at Celtic Park. So that was uh, a novelty. Be, I suppose it's all buses, isn't it? All that one time and then took a all at once. But, uh, he, he took his goals well. Uh, Stokes getting his 20th of the season. Chris Commons getting his 30th of the season. I think that was the 29th and 30th, like, or was it 30th and 31st? Something like that. But the uh, guys are banging in the goals, so that was good. I think the only disappointing aspect was the defending aspect of the game because the Adam Matthews pass back was horrendous. And what now we got in to get the goal? Oh, no, I've done that now. It's just, but then I don't get paid to do it, so I can make the difference. And uh, I mean, the, the, the other goal Aberdeen got in the day was a fantastic strike, but it was given a lot of space to do it. And certainly Scott Brown was one of the men that was culpable for that. But um, no, it was it was good to finally get uh, Aberdeen pumped after the last few games we've had against them, with uh, defeating the cup and then uh, defeating the league. So we've been buying the goals away. I think we've got what three, six, and five or something like that. Was the last three games you've scored yes. nearly a hundred goals for the season? Aye, Lennon was chuffed with that, and it's quite rightly so. At the end of the season, it's very easy to start thinking about your hollybags, especially with no cup game coming up. There's nothing really to play for other than the European games at the start of the season, but it's a long way away just now. What about the penalty incident with Ambrose? No, never. No? You're not, no, you're not, no, no. no chance. Dive. No chance. No. The, the, fun, the funniest thing in that last night was when sports scene stopped it to draw an arrow on when they were trying to say, right, uh, see the penalty, he should also have been sent off for it because he was uh, denying a goal-scoring opportunity because nobody was going to get across. And I'm looking at it while they're drawing this line and thinking, they've stopped that at the precise moment before Jack gets to Ambrose, but Jack has already started taking flight. <laughs> you know. can see he started his dive. He's <laughs> just stopped it. See, I'm looking at it differently. I'm thinking it's a penalty. Nah, he'd made a mess of the chance. He had the chance to square up yeah. about three or four touches before he got to the edge of the box, and he didn't. And at that point, he realised he had no chance. So he's knocked the ball past the defender and promptly ran into him. That's the leg, no way that's a penalty. The leg went out. See, if you watch, nah. Ambrose, the leg went out, and is... the player the player may may have decided not to dodge it. Right? <laughs> but I still think he was brought down. He's taking flight before the leg comes out for me, and that's half a problem. Aye, he's anticipated that Ambrose is going to make a challenge. And one of the things he actually said in sports team last night was Ambrose was too static. So Ambrose was standing still. <laughs> well, there was there was that. I was watching that pretty closely whether Ambrose was was just standing there because I'm quite interested in that uh, in football how 
a player is allowed to be on the park. They, there's so many times that a player gets done for blocking somebody when all they're doing is standing where they were standing. They've not done anything wrong. And in that instance, I did think that was the case, but there was a, a bit of a move by Ambrose, Ambrose's foot to try and get the ball. And it was that that uh, he's decided to not to avoid. <laughs> he's dived. Is what you're trying to say. There's no way he's, when he's knocked that yeah. ball through. There's there's no way he's getting that ball. There's no way he's in the other end of that. So he's running. He's knocked it too far and he's running into the defender. No chance. Yeah, he's making the most of it. Isn't isn't against the rules? <clears throat> Simulation certainly is. No, okay. I mean, if you might say he's making the most of it, fair enough. It's just a pe- it's just not a penalty then. It's not a booking either. Because oh, it was yeah. a dive, it was a booking. No, to make the most of it, that doesn't necessarily mean it's not a penalty. Well, I, I don't think it's a foul. So. No, no, you're allowed to not think it's a foul. No, I just mean that you're allowed to to uh, make the most of fouls uh, to gain <laughs> advantage. Ed's going to join Pat Nevin in that panel, you. Oh, no. You're talking as much sense as him. Did you see him last night? Did you see right at the end of the programme, uh, Sutherland had asked him something and he wasn't listening? He was, <laughs> uh, sorry, what did you say? And then he started on about a penalty. It was in the next game or something. He just he looked as though he'd, he'd lost his marbles for a couple of minutes. It's strange right at the start Does of that? the programme when Sutherland's doing his introduction and Stuart and Nevin are just looking the other way. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, just, they're just looking straight ahead. Now, how unnatural is that? If somebody's in the room talking, you're going to face them and listen. But no, it was almost as if they're told, do not look at them. Do not there's look a, at them. There's, a, there's another camera that they cut to when they get introduced, and that's they're staring at that camera, but that's fair enough. Yeah. And the camera lights up, stare at it, but you don't really stare at it for the four <laughs> minutes preceding that until it comes on. There was something oh, Nevin said last night as well. It was something along the lines of, he was trying to give a penalty for a foul on a goalkeeper. Aye, it was that was Inverness game. Aye, tackled the face. Aye, tackled the face or something. And he was talking about. It. <laughs> I, I, at first, I thought it was a penalty for a fell on a goalkeeper. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, aye, the wee tickle in the face. That was good. So I guess that's marbles. No, I'm not a fan of Pat at all. But even that one just astounded. That is awful for him. Aye, <laughs> I, I, I think he's good sometimes. But I think that I does it. It gets confused as well. He was talk, He was calling the the Premiership the SPFL just two weeks ago. I think it was. Yeah. And he knows himself now. He's just just been silly. He, I think he does so many of these gigs. He's got no idea what league or what country he's, he's in anymore. He's just spouting a lot of shit. I wish it's go away. He's not. He's not even have a good pun. That he, he tries to crack his own jokes. I think he's the only one that finds them funny. <laughs> I quite like him on the BBC website when he does the wee video bits and he, he tries to discuss uh, certain moves and certain incidents. I quite like that when he's got time to think about it. There was a, a time last night uh, in sports scene where he was talking about whether the ball had went over the line and I thought it was good because he, he made a wee bit of a joke about the, the camera angle because well he, he simply said he's going to try... Uh, and clarify it as best he can with the, the angle. But uh, I did like that because he can't go as far as us and take the pass that they've only got the one camera angle. <laughs> Why not? I couldn't tell if it was over a line or not. <laughs> I know they were confused about the fact they got uh, booked. Yeah, because they've obviously never heard of ungentlemanly conduct. <laughs> and it was just, I was just thinking, like, is that enough? 
yeah, is a booking that's... enough in that situation because yes. he's clearly went out yeah, to deny intent, the goal. Yeah, no, yeah, he's went there to deny the goal, but didn't deny the goal, so you can't send him off for denying the goal that was given. Yeah, I just... so it just it just absolutely like ungentlemanly conduct or something. Like that. I can yeah, understand I... why he was booked for it. Aye, that would be definitely cheat. the rule. He's trying to cheat was... and made a mess here. Aye, Stuart was having none of it. The ball's over the line, that's it. Finished. <laughs> He's going about decking players after the ball <laughs> goes over the line. It's all right, referee. It's all right. Oh, that's that, a perfect play. example. See how many times have you seen a, a goal given and it's uh, what a, a co- it turns out to be a consolation or something like that because it makes a rammy. 2 1 and you get a rammy as you try and get the ball back as quickly as possible and yeah. people get booked and sent off and all sorts and that. Well, that happens all the time. So, just the other week, surely, that, surely that's allowed because it's uh, they go on oh, the goals been given. Aye, aye, Hamill uh, and his wee bit of silliness. Aye, right enough. He was sort of speaking. He was off the park when he aye. when he ran down to Derek Adams and sent him fleeing. <laughs> Bob was at a play. Can't get a play. Aye, Bob was at a play. As long as it buzz over a line, you can do what you like. That'd be good fun, isn't it? If you kicked the ball out and everybody could start throwing punches till the ball was back in. <laughs> <laughs> Although you know, it reminds me of an incident in the World Cup, the last World Cup, there was a there was a chance where it was down. There was a guy trying to hit a cross in, and I think somebody took him out. And the referee either gave the penalty, might have been New Australia, New Zealand, but he, he, he either gave the penalty or he gave a booking. And then the linesman uh, explained to him that the ball was out anyway, and he changed the referee changed his mind and nothing was given. I think it was a card. I'm a bit vague with my memories. <laughs> <laughs> I, think there, I, think, I think there was a game once and there might have been a card. <laughs> it could have been a World Cup, but I'm not sure about it. <laughs> get that researched. <laughs> Maybe I should research beforehand, Greg. Aye, you know? Thanks for that. Apologies. <laughs> uh, other than that, in the games, the only other thing I, I wanted to mention was uh, Gallagher against Hibs. Mm, yeah. Inspired. Aye, and then, poor for the goal. <laughs> Aye, poor for the goal. Eh? So it's what happens, isn't it? You have a great game, but you ain't remember for the one thing you didn't do right. Yep. Yeah, you know, that's uh, the life of a goalkeeper, isn't it? Aye. Attackers can mess up. Oh, what? Crystal Palace are drawing three each for Liverpool. you <laughs> missing a great game. That's... <laughs> it was 3-0, it's 79 minutes. Crystal Palace, 79-81 and 88. <laughs> Oh, oh, Liverpool! Dear, oh, see if they don't win this tonight. Oh, there's going to be tears, and I know who I'm going to be winding up, Greg, tomorrow. Oh, yeah, need no second guess. So, anything else to discuss in the games? Ah, you need to talk about the cracking goals at Mullins Ah, Greg Wild. Oh, Greg Wild. On, I don't know. I know I'm not happy about that one. No, I'm, not. <laughs> I'm, I'm not happy about it because yes, it was a brilliant goal, but I'm I'm more interested in the the defending. Because the defending was poor. I don't know if you've seen the, the replay. The, the first guy, eh, oh, number 11. I'll see if I can get their team sheet up. But the, number 11 just kind of walked past him. Wasn't interested at all. Definitely didn't try and come back and tackle him. Deleu. He tried to... As if, it was like... It was a game of five sides, And it really... It was like two minutes before the end. And he switched off. And he really just couldn't be bothered. And he was just facing the wrong way. It was embarrassing. So my mind was stuck on that more than the goal. So that's apologies. That's, that's, <laughs> apologies what goal. that's what separates you from the rest of the human race. Because everybody's like, oh, great strike. Each <laughs> absolute rasper. Even, their, even their, uh, um, the managers were saying that, but no, I like that. No, I don't like, I don't like looking at that guy who just walked past him. 
<laughs> Screamer at a strike. Nobody was stopping that. Pick it out, as they say. Yep, pick it out. That's, it. That's the best way to describe it. Uh, and of course, that means St. Martin are safe. Can't get, they cannot mm-hmm. finish 11th. Uh, they've done well, St. done well. They're looking dodgy for a wee while there, but they've managed to rack up the points they need. Yeah. Good Man, to see them as well, because I think, I think St. Martin are a decent side. I don't mind seeing St. Martin in the SBL. They always try and play yeah. a wee bit of football. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Danny Leonard, actually. I don't think he gets the, the credit he deserves sometimes. In fact, how many people had him sacked earlier this season? Oh, aye. Yes. aye. He was at a job after about six games, wasn't he? Shocking. And they, they could still finish top of the, the bottom six. So They're talking about the best points total uh, in the, the top tier. Although, I don't know. Uh, I don't know the ins and outs of the, what they were saying, but it was on sports scene. It's going to be the, the best points total in the... I guess it was talking about the SPL and the Premiership. Well, I'm so, because I finished higher than that in the, the Premier Division, as it was. I mean, it was the SFL, 498. Pretty sure I did, anyway. But aye, they're, they're on 38 now. They're three clear of both Hibs and Partick Thistle. There's a good chance they could finish seventh. Aye? And I think the best yeah. they finished recently was eighth. So, yeah. I'm fairly sure that a cracking finish for them. Aye, it's, it's good. It's good. That's uh, one team safe anyway, but then... Everyone yeah, else four is still there now. Yeah, Hibs and Thistle 35, Ross County 34, Kilmarnock 33. And if you just assume Hearts are going to beat everybody, you <laughs> be doing. You're kind of glad to get your Hearts game out of the way now, I suppose. Definitely. might be, because that's, that's Kilmarnock. It might have been gubbed off him on Sunday there, but they've got two games now they can try and haul themselves out of that position. So uh, I think the, the Ross County Hibs game Wednesday night is going to be... A, yeah, a massive one. Massive. Huge. Just a shame that we don't have greater scope in, the, in terms of a TV deal or oh, no. Sky what? or BT made better choices because we've got Dundee United against Aberdeen on Tuesday, which is a good choice. Yep, I, I agree with that. Yeah. But then we've got St Johnson against Celtic and BT on Wednesday. Which... It's the, the only meaningless game in the, out of the six over the, the midweek. Because Dundee United, Aberdeen, Aberdeen still chasing second spot. Ross County, Hibernian, both still in that position at the... They could be in the playoffs. Hearts and Partick Thistle. Okay, Hearts are relegated, but Partick Thistle are still playing for it. Kilmarnock, St Mirren. St Mirren might be safe, but Kilmarnock are still in that mire as well. Muller and Vernes. Muller are still chasing Aberdeen for second. And St Johnson Celtic. Yeah. Celtic are done. St Johnson won't catch anybody. So. It's just the game we on the telly. The one that's going to get the telly figures up. That's what we're. Yep, that's it. Well, it used to be. I think, I think Celtic the away Rangers away. It was I think Ronald Vernessis and Alba. Is it? I think Ronald Vernessis and Alba. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's not showing up on the website. Today. I'm looking at it, Greg. Oh, I thought they had that game. I might be, I might be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure they had that game. Aye. And then at the weekend, I've not heard who BT are picking. Are they waiting until the midweek games are done? I'd imagine so. I've got the slot. They just need to decide what they're going to show. B- BT but, have got uh, Aberdeen Motherwell. They do, but then they've also got one. Uh, this one is Saturday. Oh, Saturday. of course. Uh, yeah, yeah, you, you would imagine that, depending on the results, they've probably penciled in Hibernian Kilmarnock. Oh, because I That definitely. might just be definitely. the game that's going to be a decider. Yeah. Because St. Marin Hearts is probably out of the window now because both of them are, well, the uh, future is secure. So the only, only other really option is part of this or Ross County. So yeah, I mean it's just gonna be one of those two, I would imagine. No. Yeah. I Hibs Kilmarnock could be an absolute cracker, depending on how the results go in midweek. Yeah. I since it's almost sneaked up on me the end of the season with this midweek round and then next weekend. 
Aye, yeah. Motherwell Inverness on BBC Alba, Wednesday 7th of May, according to the SPFL site. Is cool. that live or? I don't know, it's just it's got the BBC Alba thing next day. I think it's probably delayed. I think it'll be like a, a show later. Later. I, I, I wouldn't <laughs> imagine it was live if St Johnson Celtic games are live yeah. as well. Yeah. We've got Inverness and Johnson in Alba on uh, Sunday as well. Cool. That's the only game that's known to tell because I know Celtic run United and Sky because it's healthy yep. I hopefully they continue next season, Alba. As they, they seem to go through spells of shown games. Yeah. They, they obviously got the, the delayed regularly, but it's just the the live games, they, they seem to go through spells of uh, rebursts. Did, did they not do some of the playoff games last year as well? Because I'm sure I watched the Dunfermline Alba game. Um, I watched Alba game. They definitely yeah. showed the second leg. I don't know about the first uh, one. Uh, See, I, would, I would hope somebody's going to pick up some of the, the playoff games now because. Certainly, somebody should have the Premiership playoff, which is oh, what if, if, if likes of Hibs end up in a playoff with Hamilton or something, I think they could, I think there's some money to be made in, in getting that on the TV, no doubt. Yeah, aye, aye, it, aye, it makes sense. But hey, even like Dunfermline here, can you imagine that being the, the the League One or the Championship playoff as it is known that big yeah. game as well. For all the meaningless games we put on over a year, you would think they would go to some sort of effort to put the, right. the ones at the end of the season that actually mean something. There is a, a decent prize at the end of it. Right. So, do you want to move on to the, the Premiership predictions? Right. right. Let's go for it. We've got two, two rounds to predict so we can be here a while. I've got loads, loads. Right. On Tuesday, Dundee United against Aberdeen. Hmm, live in Sky Sports 1. As we mentioned, I'm going to go for a home victory, 2-1. Um, kind of thinking a draw. I'm thinking one each. I I think Dundee United will be, will be buying up for us. I think they'll be they'll be desperate to help Motherwell to second place ahead uh, of Aberdeen. So I'm going to go home one, three, one. Then Ross County versus Hibs. I'm going to go for a home victory, 2-1 again. Aye, that's what I'm thinking, 2-1. I'd love, love to see a home victory here, one nothing, Ross County. Aye, that's Hibs back scoring now. They're on, they're on a bit of a run. <laughs> By their standards. Yep. So are you going for 2-1? One? one nothing, Ross County. Chris? Aye, I'm going 2-1, Ross County. Yeah, aye. Uh, Wednesday, Hearts against Partick Thistle. I'm going to go for a home victory, 2-0. Uh, yeah, I'm going home victory today. I'm going to say 3-1. Oh, is this Hearts making it something with, what, seven wins in the trot? Something like that. Aye, they're fixing the barn door after the horses bolted. Yeah, but wouldn't they bet against them going unbeaten at the end of the season? Uh, goals in this one, three to, to Hearts. Kelly against St Mirren. It's difficult. Uh, they touched on this in sports scene. You just don't know how a team's going to react when it's the season's over. You look at what Hearts have been doing, going on this amazing run when they, they were very close to relegation and once it was confirmed. And then, so is St Mirren going to react the same way or are they going to be thinking about their, their holidays? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still thinking that they're going to be enough to beat Kamarnock after what I've seen the weekend there. I'm going to go 2-1 to St Mirren. See, I don't think Kamarnock will be as big a shambles this time. I think it'll be a bit more organised. I think they they need the, the points more than St Mirren do. They're at home and Chris Boy's bound to get in the score sheet again, surely. So I'm going to say 2-1 oh, oh, Kilmarnock. I, I, I agree with Chris. I don't see Kilmarnock being as poor as they were. 
on Saturday and, and that defence will certainly have had a, a rock up the backside this week so it should be a bit tighter uh, I'm going to take a one each squad draw Motherwell against Inverness on BBC Alba at some point <laughs> quarter past twelve at night <laughs> I'm going to go oh your last home game is it going to last be a pitch division Greg are you going to do it no I don't, I don't think so it's been a, it's a few years since I've been in the pitch I'm going to go for 3-1 to Motherwell I'm going to go 2-0 Motherwell <sighs> if that, if that, the, the good thing for Motherwell is they'll know what happened to Aberdeen the previous night yeah so yeah. if Aberdeen have dropped in at all, a win for Motherwell takes them above them going into yeah, the last game. I think, I think we need to win this uh, during the week. Um, and I certainly we'd, we ground one out of the weekend there, although we played no bad the first half. So I would think probably a repeat of that. I just uh, I just hope we get some goals early. 2-1 oh, Motherwell. Another nervy one. It's never easy with Motherwell. 2-1. St Johnson against Celtic. A big game. In the night, or so I'm told <laughs> by those in the know. Why not have oh. a big TV audience? Uh, maybe yes. that's about as big as it gets. Three uh, one to Celtic. Well, we need four goals to get a hundred, and ideally we'll not get it then because I want to see it. <laughs> so I thought St Johnston have been well. St Johnston got the cup final to prepare for, so I'd imagine they don't want to do anything stupid in this game. They still got time. Still, we're still in the midweek. But uh, I get what you're saying, Chris. Ah, but I mean, you're, you're coming up one. You don't want to do anything silly in these last couple of fixtures and mean you miss out on the the, the cup final when St Johnson really don't have anything to play for, do they? They're two points behind Inverness in sixth. Maybe. Maybe ah, the money is at stake, but that's about it. It's, that's Aye. not the kind of thing that's going to really motivate the players, is it? No. Well, I suppose the other point is they're playing the champions and you kind of want to prove something if you can. If you can. So... I'll, I'll go with a tight one I'll say 2-1 Celtic Aye St John's were pretty well organised Saturday um, Had a lot of the ball Kept possession quite well So it might, it might um, Keep it quite tight During the week Saying that Celtic with the goals They've got on their side You've always got to fancy them For a win But uh, Maybe edge it Maybe edge it 2-1 Celtic and Then at the weekend We've got games that are going to be shaped very much by the, the midweek games so it's, for me it's going to be a lot of guesswork here Hibs against Kamarnock again I think Hibs are going to continue their goal scoring run but for Kamarnock I'm just not sure, depends how they, they react to midweek I don't, I don't know don't know. I'm going to go for three apiece that's more hope than anything else <laughs> I don't see a high scoring game like that I just think that uh, it's just hopefully in the telly. I just hopefully it's a big scoring game. I reckon Hibs. Well, if if all my predictions are right, I've got St Mirren at thirty eight. I've got Ross County at thirty seven. Kilmarnock at thirty six, and Hibs and Partick Thistle both in thirty five. So Hibs would need to match what Thistle do because they've got the better goal difference, and they're at home to Kilmarnock. And Kilmarnock is still only about a point ahead of them, so they still need something out of that. Ooh. No, I'm going to go with my instinct and say Hibs are rubbish. 2-1 come on, look. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oof. Oof. I, I just think with this being set up as a end-of-season cracker and a TV game and all the rest of it, possibly a TV game, it's going to be nothing each other. It's going to be dying. <laughs> it's, just going to remind, it's going to remind everybody why these two teams are down there scrambling about for these points because they're both <laughs> rotten. Nothing each. 
None each and an all in attack each. game. Yeah, <laughs> it's just garbage. See if all my predictions were right and that game turned out with nothing each, it would just mean Thistle would need to win. If Thistle won, how would we be in 11th? That would be amazing. Brilliant. <laughs> oh, there's so many permutations in us. It's good. It's been really, really good down the bottom. I'm not 100% sure why that is, whether it's because Hearts were so bad for much of the season. They, I don't know. I don't know why it's, it's turned out so well. The split, this season's just proved that the split is a good idea. Doncaster was right, Doncaster is now a hero. <laughs> it's, it's, it's only taken us, what, 12, 13 years or something since the split came in for a season to actually work out well when it took them yep. because of, they've added a second sort of relegation spot. See if Aye, it was a straight oh, relegation spot, exactly. that would only be better. Only because yeah. the playoffs are in there as a skinny any relevance or assemblance hearts were doing yonks ago. Can you imagine how boring this season would have been if it only one down? Jeez. Aye, you're right. <laughs> Aye, maybe he knew something. Maybe he knew it was, it was going to be a disaster for them when they were devising this. <laughs> right, Patrick Thistle against Ross County. Again, oh, it would be nice to know the results of the other games before we go for this one. So Patrick Thistle are going to score one. Ross County are going to score one. That's not even a prediction. That's that's it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Thistle to win. That's two one. Aye, par- Partick Thistle for me two nothing. Two zero. Samaritan against Hearts. Neither of them really want to be there. Oh, I don't know. Hearts could be. Hearts could be going for eight wins in the trot here. And I've got a good uh, away support going through as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love the allocation. This is a yep. this is a farewell party, I suppose. Yep. Yep. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I suppose the atmosphere will be good then, but I just can't see either team really being too keen here. I'm going to go for a low-scoring game. I'm going to go one 0 to Hearts. Oh, I'm going a bit more optimistic. I'm going two one Hearts. Nah, I think there's going to be goals in this. Like you say, both sides are safe. I think they'll just come out, play a wee bit of football, and I think Hearts will be right up for this. They want to put the, they want to put a. Uh, a marker in the in the sand for next season when they uh, when they take on the the big guns in the championship. So I'm going to go three two Hearts. Take on the big guns in the championship. And the big guns. Right. If, I, if all my predictions are right, I've got Kilmarnock on 39, St Mirren and Partick Thistle both on 38, Ross County 37, Hibs 35. Superb. <laughs> TV companies will be loving that if they are in the playoffs. Oh, I'd be queuing up to get that game. See, this is a, this is this could be the ultimate anti climax of this season. You've had all this fight to get into the playoffs or to try and avoid the playoffs, only for whoever finishes eleventh to beat the team that's going to threaten to come up like Paul Thumping at Hamilton or something. Aye, thumping Hamilton for nothing. Aye, aye. Boris the tears. Then we just all moan about how nobody got relegated. Should have been. Yep. See, next season we've also got the the relegation potential down the, the bottom end of the tables. Aye, I think it, I Aye. think if it happened this season it'd be Spartans and Broader Rangers or something would play off and the winner of that would play Queen's Park. I think that's the way it's supposed to be set up. Yeah. Aye, that'll be interesting down there. A wee bit of excitement for the first time I don't know if it's the first time ever, but it's the first time in my memory that the, the oh, it's been team. a it's been a it's been a close shot pretty much since the get go. So that's I think it would be it'd be the first time the pyramid system's actually been implemented in Scotland finally. Adding in further excitement to the leagues, I don't know how I'll handle it. Aberdeen against Motherwell on Sunday. Right, if my predictions were right, 
for this, then I had Aberdeen on 66 and Motherwell on 67 going into this. So Motherwell would need a draw to get the second spot. Away to Aberdeen. I think Motherwell's going to win. Oof. Aberdeen, Aberdeen's burst. I'm going to go 1-2. I'm going to say one each. Oh, man. I just I hope... I just hope we keep it alive to the last game of the season. I hope we don't shoot ourselves in the foot during the week and it's all over by then. Uh, if we do, if, if it's still if it's still alive by then, I think, I think we need to go for a win. I don't like this, I, this thought of maybe going and trying to get a draw because I, I don't think that suits us. Um, got a decent record out with Petordi. Better record up there than we've got for Park and Aberdeen know that. So I'm going to say one nothing Motherwell. James McFadden to score it because he's been rotten all season. He's done, <laughs> he's done. He's done the square root and nothing all season, and he's we're, we're due a bit of McFadden magic somewhere along the line. So yeah, one nothing Motherwell McFadden last couple of minutes. It's not often that you're pretty positive about Motherwell, Greg, but I can't, think that was close it, to positivity. Can't wait for this game. I just hope and pray we don't screw it up during the week. I hope we keep it alive to the last game of the season because I think we've got a decent crowd going up there. Uh, on Sunday, so I'm I'm so looking forward to it. Then we got Celtic against Dundee United. Yawn. Which, well, Chris, you were talking about possibly I, the hundred goals. Yeah, that I mean, that's that. Celtic have got hundred. Celtic could reach hundred and one points if they win both the remaining games, and they've got if they score four goals within those two games, they get hundred goals. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's small fry by this point. I mean, we're getting the trophy. That's the important thing that day. Dundee United have a cup final the following week and probably don't care. Exactly. So, exactly. I don't, maybe they'll get in play a bit of freedom. Maybe they'll make an entertaining game. Maybe they won't. <laughs> but no, I reckon, I'd love to think it was going to be like a 3 2 at Celtic or something like that, but I reckon maybe 2 0 Celtic. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be 2 1 to Celtic because Dundee United aren't, they don't want to be pushing themselves too much with the, the cup final on the, uh, the following weekend, but then also they want to be playing for a place. There's going to be the usual faces that are guaranteed a space, Aye. but there's still going to be some of the, the young pups. And I'm thinking of Gold, for example, who's going to be dreaming of that cup final and hoping that he can keep his, his starting place after falling slightly out of favour anyway. So, yeah, I think 2-1 to Celtic, but a hard-fought 2-1. Nah, 4 nothing Celtic. <laughs> they'll, get, they'll get the goals and get their points. Dundee United are due a doing off someday. They're rotten at the back. Um, and I think they might rest one or two players as well ahead of the cup final so it might not be a, a full strength on the United side so yep 4-0 Celtic I, Inverness again St Johnson mm, mm, I, I don't know I don't know if this is going to be any excitement at all so I'm going to go for a Paul Band <laughs> I was just thinking <laughs> the same thing nah I'm going to I'm, I'm going to just I'm going to say 1-0 St Johnson uh, push your boat out for a one each <laughs> <laughs> Oofed. And this has done the predictions for the entire season. <laughs> Maybe we should do that next year. <laughs> <laughs> I just, to, to be honest, that, that might be the first season I've ever had every single prediction done. Because I usually miss a week. But yeah. I've just been adding it into the predictor right now as we've been doing it. So I know, I know for a fact now it's all done. Aye, you're beating me in the predictor, Chris. I don't know what's going uh, so, on. Here. Uh, two points. It's, 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 it's probably the most uh, entertaining thing outside the actual uh, Scottish Premiership itself. <laughs> can I beat you in the leaderboard? Aye, well, we can easily beat Greg because he's rubbish. He pretends that he doesn't <laughs> predict. 
right? But I've seen the stats behind the scenes. He does it every week. Within you want field. to see the paperwork I've got for all these stats? Unbelievable. That's what I do a week. Number Wait, you, crunching. You, you know what the really sad thing is, right? See, for a while, I'm beating you. If you look at the overall leaderboard, I'm 131st. <laughs> and you're 166. <laughs> it doesn't reflect well on us, does it? No. I mean, I, I'm an, I've scored 154 points this season, right? The leader, uh, Breb 61, and El Chappie are joint with 184. 30 points, clearly. <laughs> Do you know, was it El Chappie got, or is it Footy Gaffer got 13? 13, 13 points. How do you get, well, I know how you get 13 <laughs> points, but, but how, do you, how are you able to predict? So that's what. I was, I was about to say, is he the only person that said 5 nil hearts? But no, nobody said 5 nil hearts. I imagine that. Aye, aye, that's you quite, know, a, you know, quite a good... This, this is the that's... biggest surprise, though. Celtic 5, Aberdeen 2. Two members won three points. <laughs> Who predicted that? Yeah. Aye, it's, it's interesting to see when people, like, how many people get it right and how many people go out there with just what seems like a, a silly scoreline before it actually happens. Uh, Ian1974 and TGMP77 are the people that predicted 5-2 for Celtic. Bold. Bold. So, what jumped out in the predictions for the charity bet? Not a lot. <laughs> Not, there's, there's nothing massively. We do have Celtic beating St. Johnson, but I think the odds for that is going to be woeful. Yep. One, well, 1-2. One to two, That's not too bad. It's not, uh, it's not bad for it. I suppose we're away. So. Mm-hmm. Wait a cup finals. Hearts to beat Partick Thistle, which is 13-8. to eight. Now, bearing in mind, Hearts are at home. Oh, my God. Are they still giving us that kind of odds for Hearts? Ah, OK. Let's put Hearts on. I fancy they'll be a Thistle. OK. We'll go with Hearts. Yep. What's the Hearts yep. Celtic double? They're both on Wednesday. On Wednesday, uh, If we put £10 on that, we get £39.38 back. From McBookie. It's not bad. It's not bad. Another wee 30 quid in the pot. Not bad. Aye, it would be nice nice to get that secured. I think we're playing it pretty safe with that. Don't think we want to be too greedy. No, I think that's the strategy. No, I reckon that's probably the way to go. Hearts are Celtic. Hearts are the form side. You can't mean to get 13 8 and a side to run the run that they're on. That's great odds in Celtic. Aye, Celtic should do enough to squeeze it St Johnson. Right, that's what we'll go for then. So the ten pound charity bet, Curtis McBookie is going to go on Hearts thirteen to eight and Celtic one to two. And that returns thirty nine pound thirty eight pence in a double. And that's Wednesday night, not Saturday. So we need to get the book, uh, McBookie bet in early. <laughs> exactly. I'll do it tonight. I'm very bad at that, Chris, as you know. <laughs> and we've also got Moffat to score. Michael Moffat to score first for Air United against Cowden Beath. That's also on Wednesday that's night. Wednesday night as well. Huh? Everyone's Wednesday night. Four to one on him, so uh, that's good. Hopefully we, we get some more money in the pot because it is looking good. I think we're at four hundred and eleven pound. That's good. That's good that going. That's yep. good going. That's good for the season. We've still got this weekend or this Wednesday's games coming up, and then we'll also have a first scorer bet next week. We'll maybe see if we can get a Scottish Cup final bet. From oh, I'm sure we'll get a cup final bet. I'm sure they'll give us twenty notes for a cup final. 20 notes after listening, aye? I'm sure they oh, will. Definitely. <laughs> it's for charity after all. You picked a charity yet? No. That's something else we should really discuss because... Think about that. Previously, we went for York Hill and then we went for Click Sergeant. 
which was linked to your kill. I think Click Sergeant help out with accommodation for yep. parents. Yeah, they do. Yep. So it's, it's all related, and I quite like that theme. Uh, but yeah, we can discuss that maybe before the next podcast and get an idea of where it's going. But uh, it's good. Even if we had £411, I'd be chuffed to bits that it's, it's, it's a good return. All this alcohol and football chat has over yep. the season has done done well and some good. <laughs> of all the of all the hours you spend in your life doing worthless things, at least this got some sort of positive coming out. Exactly. Ah, it's good. It's good. So is there anything else you wanted to discuss before we before we ended? Really? <laughs> nah, not for me. No random snippets. No. GB's no. not here for the wrestling chat. So. Aye, I'm missing the wrestling chat for JB uh, he's got his nose stuck in a book at 20 past 10 aye, right. a, dirt, a dirty book <laughs> ah, you know what he's like definitely will be so thanks for coming on the two years and hey, hopefully the charity bet comes in on Wednesday yeah. and we'll speak again next week for the penultimate podcast of the season aye yep hopefully Just we can get cup final build up yes aye. cup final talk aye it'll be good Right. right, thanks for coming on and thanks for listening. Right, cheers. See you later. Cheers. Bye.